0: Well again, hockey fans, are you ready to Brave the Wild with me, your buddy, Paladino Joey? Today is Saturday, October 8th, 2011, at least the beginning of it. It is episode number 50 of Brave the Wild. We have finally reached the golden episode of 5-0. Yes, Brave the Wild has survived to episode number 50. (laughs) We are going to celebrate that today. Neil Nate Dog Thiesing is back in studio for the fifth time. So, very proud to have you on board once again. Yay! (laughs) And there's his his signature. So, Neil Nate Dog Thiesing is back to talk about the season preview for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, We'll talk about that, and then later on I'll individually talk about a little bit of, uh, you know, we're going to reminisce a little bit because this is episode number 50. We're going to have a little special... uh, segment later on after the season preview. So those of you hardcore Brave the Wild fans and just, you know, people that enjoy this podcast in general, who do doesn't? stick around. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Those please do stick around for that later on in the show. But really, to get into the nitty-gritty in general, well we gotta preview the Minnesota Wild Season. How optimistic are you? Not too much.
2: Uh yeah, it's looking uh <laughs> looking pretty
0: good I guess um, we have been winning some preseason games they, they played well in general uh, they finished kind of with a struggle I mean a little bit they started a bit well finished with a struggle but it's just kind of that's the that's the best part about preseason though is they don't count I guess <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the best part I mean it's like they they're kind of like the Vikings this year. Those of you that listen to Purple Mafia, also on the scorestuff.com and iTunes, of course, we kind of have a good idea what that means. Mm-hmm. They play well early and finish poorly. Yeah, That's kind of been the slogan, but again, I guess it's growing pains, the new system, really young players, all the above. It's kind of... Mm-hmm. But that first line's pretty exciting, huh? Yeah. What do you think of line number one? It's all the hype. Mm, it is all the hype, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You got Toivu. You got Heatley and Saito Yep. That line can score. Oh yeah. I mean, there's more depth than this team than we've certainly had it ever. I think. Mhm. Because we've, it's it's nice.
2: Yeah. This is, to have another player that's like a Gabrick caliber on the ice, uh, <laughs> and then you got kind of a Koivu with set-up man, Mm kind of like Demetra, but...
0: In a way, yep. Yeah. Yeah, in a way. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Create spaces and stuff on the ice.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, and for once, we have guys that actually shoot the puck. We don't actually kind of... It's funny, a couple years ago, it was like, it's all anybody's been doing is just trying to pass, 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 pass. Mm -hmm. Like, there were goals, I remember two years ago, I forget if it was Latan Dress or Havlat or somebody... Came out and said, it seems like all we do is pass, and we give up like open nets like when we have a chance to shoot. And now we finally have shoot for players to go with the set of men. You mm-hmm. know, the set of Gucci's, the, the Heatley's, and uh, Latan Dress. Yeah. Uh, I like that.
2: Yeah, Latan Dress finally back.
0: Mm-hmm. And all the reports are he's very, very healthy, uh, per, per the demands of uh, owner Leopold. <laughs> <laughs> Got it like that. Took him a lot.
2: Time.
0: <laughs> yeah, he only played six games last year, wasn't it? Six yeah. games? He got, what, three points in six games? Or was it eight games and six points? I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. But regardless, it's like abdominal and hip injuries. It's just like, hmm. Like the guy is clearly not in shape at all going into the last season. That is, he got a little complacent, I guess. Uh, it's like, oh, finally, now I'm a good player and <laughs> I'm just going to kind of slack now off. Now he's
2: finally <laughs> healthy.
0: Yeah, now he's actually healthy. That's the good news. I mean, we've pretty much come into this season healthy for the most part. Mm. That's the that's the good news. Oh, yeah. thank God for owners and general managers demanding the players to come in healthy this time around. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have owners and GMs that are a little bit uh, more aggressive and, and mean about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Co the, the coaches too.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure.
0: Mm-hmm. You can tell.
2: Yeah, I got a little laxed in the locker room with supposed to be like. Like, the coach is supposed to, you know, have some force in the locker room and be able to dictate more often their will and whatever. And uh, I guess he seemed like he had more of a, just an attitude of, well, these are professional hockey players. I don't need to babysit them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But some of them just need that extra know push or you know make them skate
0: <laughs> yeah i gotta pretty much kick him in the butt a little bit yeah at times you have to uh colton gillies is on the team so that's finally a done deal that's one guy of note that really struggled <laughs> you know the final class of the doug risebrow era of draft picks mm-hmm. oh fun fun times you know the doug the colton gillies the tyler kumas guys like that uh, gillies is gonna make the team finally and obviously great chemistry with mike yo last year gave him a lot of confidence that's exciting to have him finally mm-hmm. coming to life yeah that's it it's cool
2: looking pretty good uh mm-hmm. on that wild uh wild hat and looking uh like he could go somewhere with uh you know the franchise
0: mm mm-hmm. that that's the hope i mean you got trade up for a guy and all that you know a guy who and then who did basically they put him on the nhl roster his rookie year which is kind of weird and he did basically a whole lot of nothing they sent him down to houston he does a whole lot of nothing (laughs) and mike yo comes around and it's like hmm, he's actually kind of good he actually was scoring goals in the playoffs that was fun in their little playoff run in houston of course
1: yeah
0: that was fun like did, did you ever get a chance to check out any of those uh uh obviously, it's not a requirement of any kind- of <laughs> I am just bringing it up for the fun of it. Did you ever get any chance of the seeing any of those becoming wild videos on t v or wild dot com
2: becoming wild like uh how they got there or? yeah,
0: yeah, it's videos about like uh you know Mike yo with the Houston arrows and ultimately and talking with uh Danny Heatley and all that. Is that a Gucci
2: um i Did yeah you? I do recall seeing some of that um <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think I really. Got the full whatever they're talking about, but the I full gist, yeah. Yeah, mm. I think I did see something like that on TV.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of an interesting, I guess, really. All it is, I guess, in a way, it's trying to pretty much probably rev fans up for the coming year, in a way. And Yeah, I think I that's think what I it really is. I <laughs> seeing
2: Setaguchi, uh, mm-hmm. where he came from. Uh, he was, uh, I guess, his dad had. Uh, was a farmer, Mm -hmm. and he got fired for some reason, and so I guess he uh, played hockey instead, Mm -hmm. something like
0: that. And it worked out well, I guess, in the long run. Yeah. If you're playing in the pros and actually scoring 30 goals, uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes, (laughs) I mean, heck, 25 would be nice to to get out of him, I I think, but 30 would be even better, of course. It's going to be interesting to see how things come around. When you look up and down the roster, there's some players that are some some, some surprises. There are players that are kind of, I mean, uh, real quick before I get into that, uh, there's not really surprises when it comes to the blue line, the defensemen and all that, but <laughs> same, it's kind of thin, isn't it? I mean, you're, you're really putting a lot of stock into a lot of young guys. That's for sure. I mean, there are two veterans, Dan, and... Zidlakey, well, three veterans, you include Schultz. Zidlicky's really, really good, but he's kind of injury-prone. Zanin's obviously a stay-at-home guy, and he's kind of injury-prone. Mm-hmm. Schultz is just kind of average. He's, he's steady, but he's average. Um, the blue line's going to be really a test of, I mean, it's going to be really a, a test, especially starting out this season. you got a lot of inexperience and, uh, at the same time, not much firepower
1: mm-hmm.
0: coming in. I mean, Scandella. Uh, Scandella's got the potential to be the guy, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Lundin is out. That's a veteran. In the Wild signed like a fourth or fifth defenseman type guy. He's out for a little while, unfortunately. So the talk is that Scandella is going to be pushed more into the top four defenseman range. That'll be interesting to see how that turns out.
2: Who's that against Scandella?
0: Yep, Marco Scandella. Yep, he's with a top Wild prospect for defenseman. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's 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 a good one, but huh. obviously. You know, obviously he hasn't really made a mark in the NHL yet. A little uh-huh. too early, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, yeah, they're just so young, and, you know, that's just happens when you're young, you know. Some people uh, just come out of nowhere, and, you know, other people just fail.
0: Yeah, like Jared Spurgeon would be a guy you could say come out of nowhere, mm-hmm. in, in a sense. Like last year, he was a nice little... Literally little. <laughs> yeah. A nice little plus for the Wild. Like, it's a lot of stock to put into a young guy, you know, coming in this year. Because, you know, Zan and Zidlicky, who knows what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. I, I love Zidlicky, but he's 34, and who knows, he'll probably get <laughs> traded this year. I have a feeling he probably will be, to be honest.
2: Really?
0: The way his contract is structured, it's like, pretty much. Mm-hmm. They sent him to a three-year deal. This is the second year, and they said during the second year, he his no-trade clause Disappears. Uh, it's kind of weird. So huh. that's where things go. It's like Xan or Zidlicky. One of those two might get traded. So so people inside say Clayton Stoner always kind of like him, but he's uh, again, you know, he's kind of he's kind of been in the system forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but really, yeah, when you look at these names, you're like, um, so that's that that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I can see the look on your face too as we're kind of talking about it. It's like. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Justin Falk's the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's it, folks. So a lot of people a little bit worried about the blue line coming into this season. Of course, trading away Brent Burns so you can get the set of Gucci's and other uh, pieces to fill the cupboards in Houston.
2: Yes, I mm-hmm. heard another mm-hmm. up-and-comer mm-hmm. that they're kind of surprised made. The lineup was that Bomer.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep, that's what I was about to get. Yeah, so good, good job there, yeah. Brett Ballmer, he was a second-round pick in the 2010 draft, and he's already here.
2: Jeez.
0: He is already here at age of 19. A lot of people, are, I heard, uh, was it uh, Michael Russo today on the Paul Allen show?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was talking about why in the world are these people so high in, on Brett Ballmer. This was last year. It's like, they're, either, I guess you were comparing him to some really high-end names, and for some reason, Russo didn't want to name them probably because he's kind of scared to. They're <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, comparing Balma could not make the Wild look silly or him look silly.
2: Yeah, but they're
0: comparing him to some really high-end like stars in the NHL. And he's mm-hmm. like, what are they seeing? They're crazy. And then coming into this camp, he's like, whoa, they may have been right. And here uh. he Yeah, so that's kind of cool to hear that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were talking about Crosby or what the heck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Malkin or <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea who they were talking about, but
2: British mm, Columbia.
0: Mm-hmm. British Columbia, Prince George. Nineteen years of age, Brett Bomber. oh and he got in a fight too. Ooh, and that's like all uh, of his photographs pretty much are him fighting. So uh, it's like, uh, <laughs> when I think I think if you want to have a guy on your team and compare him to high end players and take him with a second round, I think you want him here more for than more than just fighting, huh?
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> a
0: little bit more going on, just a little bit, but yeah, it's kind of cool. He made the team.
2: I don't he, think he could bring the entertainment like Boogard did. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. God rest his soul, Boogard. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's the ultimate one. Yeah, he was the ultimate fighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guess talking the NHL is they're trying to do away with that role a little bit. What's that? Huh. The, oh, I'm sorry, like the kind of designated fighter type of guy? No. The designated goon or, or, oh goon or whatever? Yeah, They're I trying to hear
2: something about that. They're trying to make it more about hockey and not so much about fighting or just trying to clean it up.
0: Yeah, that's kind of been the talk. Like Lou Nanny was talking a lot about that on Dan Barrero earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how that turns out. Yeah. Mm, yep. Um, the Wild really... Like, don't really have a designated fighter type anymore. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with the loss of uh, Bugar, of course, that's a big loss, literally. Real quick on a side note, well, there's been a lot of deaths in the NHL, hasn't there?
2: Oh, yeah, there has. There's been a
0: lot of deaths going on, like similar (laughs) stuff.
2: Especially Mm -hmm. for uh, ex-Wild players.
0: Yeah, because another one, ladies and gentlemen. Pavel Dimitra, that plane crash, obviously we're late to the you know, we're, we're obviously because I haven't done a show since July, I think it was, yeah, Danny Heatley, when we got Heatley. Um,
2: That's just scary.
0: It's crazy how many people are dying, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like died the in. whole Russian hockey team.
0: Yeah, he, yep, they died on an airplane crash.
2: They had, like, a bunch of, mm-hmm. like, ties to the NHL.
0: Mm-hmm. All over, yeah, several players are, you know, well-known guys, and unfortunately, Pavel Dimitra was one of them. They're, they're all gone.
2: Yeah, like was it thirty seven?
0: Yeah. It was like thirty seven people, I think. I don't have the exact no, number but like in me. the forties. Yeah, it was it's crazy.
2: The whole hockey team like <laughs> devastated.
0: Mm-hmm. That's weird, isn't it?
2: Well, I guess if uh, I gotta trout for any hockey team I better get up to rush <laughs> out.
0: That's about it. I mean they need somebody at this point. It's yeah. it's sad to it's think. Yeah,
2: Freaking driving, I ain't freaking riding a plane to any games. Mm-hmm. That's Just <laughs> taking a, taken a yeah. bus or something.
0: Yeah, it's like your wish, huh?
2: God, <laughs> that's horrible. Um, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's horrible to imagine that kind of thing. I mean, you always think about, like, oh, that won't happen to that. You know, that's just, you know, they're on their way wherever. You know, we'll see them when they get there, well, wherever you, it you is. Hear you hear know?
2: more about, like, celebrities yep. and, you know... People dying in those smaller planes, mm-hmm. like private. Yeah, private jets. jets yep, but that ne- a lot. You, you hardly ever hear something like this happening to a, like a team, a sports team, or anyone. You
0: know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, with a lot of significant names. Yeah, they're just literally gone. That's mm-hmm. the thing when a plane crashes; there usually people don't make it. Yeah. Most of the time, it's. Uh, well, obviously, it shows how fragile the humans are, and of, of course, that's a given, but at the same time, it's just... Wow. <laughs> bad luck, bad everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's it's sad. Very sad story to hear about Pavel Dimitra, so with that, we'll give him a quick moment of silence. And that pretty much is where things stand. Uh rest in peace, Pavel Dimitra, and, um... um that's about it huh sad story very sad story so
2: god bless you and your family and Mm -hmm. it it was even hard for gabrick to remember what he said he was pretty he was devastated
0: oh like yeah i i knew they were extremely close like what was his comment i missed it yeah it's like mm -hmm. uh to paraphrase him
2: yeah i don't remember exactly what he said yeah yep yeah just remember he was devastated
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine, it's kind of like when Kevin Garnett lost Malik Seeley years ago, they were really, really close, knew each other for a while, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like one looked up to the other, the younger one, obviously, Gabrick and Garnett, each looked up to the other two. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's It's weird things that seem to happen, obviously. Uh, Dimitra and Bugard, not the first two to die for the while, of course, remember... Uh, how, how could he forget Sergei Zoltak?
1: Yeah, yeah, remember he,
0: yeah, that was during the lockout.
2: Yeah.
0: It was weird. Like, he knew something was wrong when he all of a sudden, like during one of those late overtime playoff games, he just kind of collapsed temporarily to the ice and just kind of got up like, oh, oh, I'm okay. But the way he collapsed, it was just kind of like, hmm. It's like little did we know, like within the next six months or something, it was a harbinger of what was to come. It was uh, something to do with that same deal, like, low blood count or something, and he's just gone. Bizarre, huh? Yeah. Something to do with oxygen, blood count type of deal is just... didn't make it, you know? Nope.
2: Yeah, it's crazy to go that far in your life and just all of a sudden be over like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird indeed, so to try to...
2: <laughs> Especially with all the medical mm-hmm. expertise and mm-hmm. that... They have, you know, I'm sure they have to go through some kind of examination before the season starts to make sure that they're, you know,
0: good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Health wise, like the physicals and all that. Yeah.
2: And they always have trainers there and stuff, so you think they would be able to, you know, keep an eye on it.
0: You would think it's. It's weird, or maybe it's like not something they were thinking about or looking for. Or yeah, kind of like you never uh, know. Mm.
2: Those people who have like uh, heart failures on mm.
0: like
2: y'all, you know, uh, it's happened quite a bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not a lot, but you it does happen. Does yeah, happen.
0: The f- the fact that it does happen, unfortunately, yeah, that's mm. a sad, sad, somber truth. To be honest with the yeah, it's been definitely a somber mood in the NHL for several months now. The booger. Gubu guard, you know the Demetra. There were other players that died of the same thing with the Gubu guard, right around the same like a month period or so. If uh, their names are escaping me, I didn't write them down. I wish I did, but um, they were this in the same role. You know, it's the same kind of goon fight them role.
2: Yeah, I do remember hearing something about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Massive depression. Yep. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You don't think about that kind of stuff. You just think of, oh, he's a tough guy who's going to take care of business and he's real popular and, you know, uh, stuff like that. It's like
2: a dream come true, making the NHL and all mm-hmm.
0: that. Yeah, and then there's a side story, unfortunately. Yep. Uh-huh. There's the other sides and you're like, dang, uh-huh. you're like, dang, really? <laughs> Depression, pain and dependency, unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. dependency of painkillers and and when you put too much of each together, it's like poison, basically.
2: And they can pretty much get every, whatever they want
0: mm-hmm. to get. Oh, that too, yeah. Uh, yeah. that too. They have access to all of it. Mm-hmm. They certainly do, so... Uh,
2: uh, no, go ahead. You know, I don't know why they don't have, like, more, I guess, training or, like, a... <clears throat> like a program, like, you know, something to... Take care of their players. Mhm. If they do or not,
0: but. I'm sure there's something, but I guess they're gonna have to improve whatever it is. Yeah.
1: They're yeah. gonna have
0: to improve it because it's the the stories are coming out way too frequently lately. It's mm-hmm. getting kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, actually this fits in pretty good with previewing the hockey season when you think about it because it's something they gotta work on, and there were a lot of alarming trends and stories that kind of popped up, you know, during this off season that. Nobody really knew about, it except I guess insiders, like really deep insiders, like the actual sources themselves. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like the source is the, you know, the client as well, or the, <laughs> or the the victim or patient as well. Yeah. Pretty scary stuff. So I'm close
2: to the family.
0: Mm-hmm. There's that too, like Aaron Bougard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on so how do we transition back to just regular hockey? It's, kind of, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it, was a, it was it fit on the show. I hope you like to, uh, you know, maybe not, like, think of it as a happy discussion, but at the same time, important, we'll say. Definitely an important discussion. Um, this season mm-hmm.
2: came pretty fast, you know, before mm-hmm. we knew it. It's mm-hmm. already, you know, the leaves are changing. and Yeah, quickly. You know, it's like, holy crap, the our season's about to start, like, tomorrow, it's nuts.
0: Uh, yep, tomorrow, today, you could say within about, I hope this show is released before the first game, but it doesn't, but but it's okay, I mean, I'm not gonna worry too much if it's one or two games in, you know, that the this show gets released. But. Well,
2: around here, it seems like it's summer, because we've had such a nice week, like, the whole <laughs> week.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's something we could throw out on, on the air, because it's been historically warm and dry. I've enjoyed the dry part, the warm part is fun too, though. Yeah. like when you talk about Indian summer it's a real thing right now I, don't know. <laughs> and I love dew points in the twenties and 30s when it's warm it's uh yeah it's like Nevada out there I like that Yep. I'll take it
2: pretty weird for Minnesota in October
0: mm-hmm in multiple ways usually think of wetter and colder <laughs> yeah you do I love dry oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm so uh one other quick thing to note with player movement, I guess. A uh, certain guy you see floating on the roster here, unfortunately. Well, oh, he was put on waivers. That was Eric Nystrom, son of a former New York Islanders dynasty member. Um, yep. Was it Dan Nystrom, I believe? I
2: think so. I think
0: so, yes. Uh, Eric Nystrom is on waivers. Yeah, I yes. guess his production level, according to, well, obviously, yeah, his production level for his pay, not good. Yeah. Like, really, yep, yep, not, I mean, all he really pretty much has been is a grinder, uh, score like one or two goals a year, pretty much, uh-huh. that's basically all he's been, and yet he's getting paid like almost two million a year, Jeez. so they're kind of, kind of a little bit of a, little bit of a bad money management, well, he had four goals last year, but might as well be two goals a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, they pretty much paid a little bit too much there for yeah. old Nystrom, so they're, Hoping to replace him with someone at about the five or six hundred thousand range, rather than you know, just a financial kind of common sense type of decision, I guess. Maybe make room for another youngster.
2: Oh, this is kind of off topic, but mm-hmm. I yeah, I remember we had an ex. There's a gopher who he would played for the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his name, uh, but he
0: was. Kyle no. It's uh, not that one, is it? Like like recent? Yeah, Kyle Poso. Yeah. yeah, the the big it lasts, name like, one. Yeah,
2: way too early. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I, you don't really hear much from from him these days. Mm-hmm.
0: He's he's doing okay, but it's not like oh my god, Kyle Poso. You know? Yeah. He's okay, but uh, certainly not like a top five guy. I wouldn't say top five overall pick in the draft.
2: There's so many of those Gophers that you know went on to the NHLs.
0: It didn't do much. Like, uh, I guess,
2: Goligoski's playing for the Stars.
0: Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. It's it's like it's semi-off topic, but not really that bad. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, we're just previewing the season and talking general hockey, and that's good. Yeah. That's healthy.
2: A lot of players with Minnesota ties. Mm Mm-hmm,
0: all over the place. Yeah, Aposo, eh, you know. (laughs) His best season is 52 points. That's not bad. I mean, the Wild, any team would take a 50-point guy, but... Yeah. That was one year, though. Like it's like you've been like twenty, uh, like 40 ish for him most of the way in a four year career so far in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. Kyle Leposo, not quite Mister Top Draft style. He's he's not he's not uh, Zach Parise level. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's a guy that didn't go to the Gophers and was a pretty successful player uh, with the Evil North Dakota Fighting too. Yep.
1: hmm
0: He had a hell of a career in college and in. In the NHL, uh, another... Well, it's not really off-topic, but kind of, I guess. But uh, I guess that's a guy the Wild absolutely will be targeting next season when they have more cap space.
2: Parise.
0: Zach Parise. Mm. Yes, sir. To have wow. uh, one of those top centers in the Minnesota Wilds. Yep. Be a huge addition to a, a deepening uh, front line for the Wild. or, you know, forwards and stuff. Uh, that'd be great. Wouldn't that be nice? Especially if you have... Yeah, Koivu and Cullen as the other two centers. Mm-hmm. oh my, you know, that's three lines with, with three centers there, yeah. so there you go, like legit centers and still have Braziak, which I, I like him a lot yeah, Braziac I like Braziak a lot, uh, unfortunately they're saying he's at a bad camp, which that really sucks to hear, but mm-hmm. he's like, he's the third line center on the team, you got the, quickly the second line, officially at this point in time, Cullen Bouchard and uh, la Dres, I, I like that line that's solid, huh? It's not bad. Yeah, that's it's not great, good. but yeah, yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. It's not, and then the third, like checking line, of course, Braziak, Braziak. <laughs> I guess it's Daryl Poe and uh, Kyle Clutterbuck. That's gonna be a little bit of hitting of that line. Yeah. <laughs> and you got the face off champ in It's like
2: twenty Kyle Clutterbuck gets, like twenty that's, hits a game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. He'll he'll do like three hits when he's hitting a guy once. <laughs> or, you know, or, like, like, within a couple of seconds, just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> he's quite a hitter, isn't he?
2: Yeah. I like him
1: a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. yeah. Clutterbuck. And the best part about Clutterbuck, he's perfect for a third line because he can actually poke in a few, you know, poke in a few in, into the net. He's a He can be a 20 to 25 guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the good part about him. He's got talent. Yeah. Um, I expect almost nothing from Poe offensively, but he's definitely a checker. That's That's what... Everybody says, obviously, that that's basically what he's going to be here. See,
2: I guess that's what bugs me the most, is that they don't use him with, uh, they don't surround him with talent. They Clutterbuck? clutterbook. Yeah. Uh, he always... had, had talent surrounding him that kind of foreshadows his abilities that, uh, you know, he could easily be on, the, on a top line in the NHL.
0: He could be at least a top two, yeah. Yeah. At least a top two. He's, you know, maybe be the third guy. You know, he doesn't have to be, you know, the top scoring guy on the team. He could be the third, you know, the third, you know, you got the star center, the star wing, and then he's like the other one.
2: Yeah. The
0: checking wing that still can score, though, Mm
2: -hmm. could
0: still get 20 to 25, maybe 30 if he's really hot and on a really good team. Yeah. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, he scored like crazy in juniors. Yeah. So the guy's, uh, he's an underrated player by experts. In this town, he's so popular, I can't use the term underrated, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because everybody's like, clutterbuck, clutterbuck, clutterbuck. Uh, <laughs> but like nationally, he's underrated, of course. Yeah. You don't think of a clutterbuck if you live in Toronto or whatever, you know, <laughs> Florida. So, not that Florida's really a hockey hotbed or anything, but... Yeah. Might as well bring it up anyway. Well, I
2: think <laughs> anyone in Canada would know him. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's the perfect Canadian player too. All that physical style, mm-hmm. with scoring, physical and scoring. It's gonna be fun.
2: Is, has he ever played for the Canadians? I don't think he has. Oh, Clutterbuck. No, like oh, so uh, in the Olympics.
0: I don't think so, no. There's just too many other, you know, yeah, yeah, there's studs. A lot of them. Yeah, there's too many superstars from Canada. Yeah. There's <laughs> just, there's so many, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, you have to pretty much be one of the absolute, like, all stars in the NHL to be on that team. Uh. Or, yeah, yeah, like, basically every, yeah. And that's,
2: like, complete opposite here. You got all the young players that we tried to do the same thing, Miracle on Ice.
0: Uh, mm hmm. the U.S., yeah. Yeah. That was a good team, though. Yeah. The, the Parise's. Gosh, who's the others? Now I'm blanking. There's some really good ones. I'm glad they got the younger guys, because the older guys were bored. Mm, Remember that? Yeah. And they'd underachieve and acted like idiots. I don't know. Oh, like like the Chuck and stuff, the Flip Saunders. Okay, I didn't say his <laughs> real... I didn't say what I was going to say, but you can fill in the blank. <laughs> he, yeah, he bleeping sucked. Yeah. He uh, flucked. Flucked. Okay, now, <laughs> I, now I blew it. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. They they blew it for yeah. They made USA Olympic hockey look like trash. <laughs> they really did. Well, so bringing in the young guys. That's, that's how it,
2: that's how it was before they the Miracle on Ice team came. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it was.
0: Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the NHL All Stars getting pounded by Russia. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was yep. Yeah, they were like they just took them to lunch, and then they'd be bringing these college guys from University of Minnesota and Boston. And once they finally united due to uh, Herb Brooks' extremely aggressive coaching style, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which probably would not work today, but it worked then in a more mature, you know, era. Um, The more manly era, we'll say. Uh, It worked then, and they won it all because of it. It was not bad. Like today, kids would probably pout and not cooperate. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it was uh, impressive.
2: sure they did plenty of that. He just... Just like in the movie, mm-hmm. showed his uh, will, and you know, mm-hmm. made people believe in, in the system.
0: Yeah, I made mean, people believe in the system, and then, gosh darn it, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> gosh darn it, it worked. Um, USA hockey, though, looking pretty good in the future, though, with all these, you know, the God, yes. all these young <laughs> players. It's beautiful. They lost in overtime. I was so upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
2: That was pretty. Oh. It was heartbreaking. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. That took me back to the... Crosby. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one that got it, too. That uh.
0: finger it's like...
1: <laughs> <no>.
0: <laughs> you can, Pretty much. You guys can guess what I just did. Okay, I did, the, <laughs> yeah. I did the finger. And it's like, that's what I was doing when he got it, too. Uh, I, I think a lot of American hockey fans were doing it as well.
2: Yeah, Crosby, whatever <laughs> happened to him, he's... Doesn't seem like he's coming back.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. He's he's injury-prone. Yeah. The Penguins are either champions or hurt. Yeah. They're kind of like, yeah, they're one of those teams, and as we kind of briefly dance around here a little bit, it's, be, you know, NHL season preview. Pittsburgh Penguins, are they going to win the Cup this year, or are they going to just be hurt, or what's the deal? Yeah. They're, they're funny. They're
2: Probably a funny team. They'll be par team.
0: They'll be a par team. Yeah. Fourth seed. Par 500. <laughs> Maybe they'll be like a... Ooh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you think they're going to not make the playoffs? Yeah, I don't think so. Ooh. Ooh, that's a bold prediction, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, is that... There you go. Okay, we can kind of jump into it unless... Uh, is there anything else you want to say about the Wild in general? Or
2: Oh, um, all doing? I got to say is we better do freaking better than <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah,
0: last year was... That was ridiculous. They started strong... The first year under Richards, it was like they started horribly, uh, and it was like, whatever, we're not going to make it. <laughs> the second year, they started really good. They stayed pretty good for a while, and then kind of did their little up-and-down valley crap like they've done every year. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they got really hot, and all the way up to the fourth seed at one point, and then took the nosedive of nosedives, and it was like, bye, bye, uh, Todd Richards, you're <laughs> done. We, we yeah. keep, This is not going to work. <laughs> it just didn't. Uh, Yeah. Havlat didn't work either, and don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What team did Havlat go
0: to again? San Jose. That's why Danny Heatley is a member of the Wild. There you go. There you go. And that may go down as the best trade in Wild history. It it very well could, um, because Havlat was aloof and... Well, he flat didn't work with Todd Richards. He's just a high-maintenance guy Mm -hmm. that wanted everything his way. He's going to practice the way he's going to practice and not have anything to do with the team or the coach. So it's like, screw him.
2: Well, you kind (laughs) of wondered how he got him in the first place from, you know, Chicago. Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like.
0: You wonder were they just bored of him too? I
2: heard he you know we kind of heard what he was about before he came here, Mhm-, yeah, kind of told us who the uh, Chicago had always said he was high maintenance as well,
0: yeah, and then he came here and was high maintenance and not that good, really just yeah. a just a sixty point guy when he was when he was at his best Mm-hmm. yeah you know <laughs> you're not gonna win a cup with that guy leading your team <laughs> ain't gonna happen like San Jose, good luck to you. You've got other scores, so maybe that's what you need. Maybe he'll get a 90-point season because you have Joe Thornton over there, but we'll see.
2: <laughs> I wonder if Seth is going to be as good as Park. Mm, which one? Park, Richard Park. Richard Park, look at you. There you go, there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope he's as good as Richard Park. You know. <laughs> Park was a good skater and quick, but he wasn't, I don't know. He yeah. had breakaway speed, that's what I liked about him. Yeah. But not a dominant scorer, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes.
2: Oh, he, he was okay. Yeah, I liked him.
0: He was, yeah, he was in a he was above average uh, at times, clutch at times.
2: Uh, well, yeah, he was on our team during our run.
0: Yeah, and he scored one of the big goals, too. Yep. yep, against Colorado in Game 6, the one that took us to Game 7. Yeah, yep, yep, Brunette's ultimate goal, which we'll always remember forever and ever, and good luck to Andrew with the Blackhawks, except when you play us, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I miss you, Andrew. Oh. oh, I don't think he's listening, but oh, I, I miss him. Yeah, Mm-mm. I miss him already. I
2: miss just his personality and his leadership.
0: That was exactly what he was. The personality and leadership was like the best ever. Yeah, best ever. God, yeah. I miss you, Andrew.
2: Mm. I think he misses <laughs> you too.
0: Uh huh. He probably does. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that guy was the best. He's the coolest hockey player I ever met. And I, you know, I, I met a couple and. I'm going to say this real quick, maybe as we close with the wild, maybe a couple other nuggets that close with the wild part before we get to the NHL predictions. But um, Hockey players in general, uh, you know, of the pro athletes I've met, at, they tend to be the most polite. I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. They've been the most polite, the most cordial, the most uh, business-like too, like in a good type of business. like You're our customer and we're going to treat you like a customer, not like some mm-hmm. uh, annoying punk that won't leave us alone, you know. Yeah. Some some athletes treat you like like the other thing, you know. Mm. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah. You feel more like uh, it's like family. Mm-hmm. More family oriented.
0: Yeah, it's it's I'm I've always been impressed with the way hockey players uh, treat their fans for for the most part. Like mm. they're not perfect. There's maybe a bad egg here and there, but in yeah. general, yeah. In general, they're pretty good.
2: Look at, uh, that mm-hmm. one guy, what's his name from, uh, Detroit Red Wings,
0: who we hate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Todd Bertuzzi, yep, Todd Bertuzzi yeah. went from, like, one of the jerk. stars of, yeah, stars of Vancouver to a journeyman, but, yeah, for the most part, he's been, yeah, he was pretty much a jerk, especially when he's was at Vancouver, maybe he's humbled a little bit since then, but, yeah, I don't think so, <laughs> uh, probably not, so. <laughs> probably not, yeah, <laughs> probably not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oh, and who the heck is Nick Johnson, by the way? I, I just have to throw that out there for the heck of it. Yeah, somehow Nick Johnson, this journeyman who um, has scored like about five points in his career, <laughs> has wound up on the Wilds roster, at least for the opening day. He's played ten games, and yep, I was right, five points. Hmm. He was drafted in the third round by the Penguins, and um, well, doesn't look really like he's... Uh, hand out yet, had, does it. <laughs> but somehow he's made the wild roster Aww. and I'm kind of sp- like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> 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 Part of it might be guys like Cody Allman, who's always hurt, are unavailable right <laughs> Regardless if he, was going, if he was going to Houston or to the NHL roster. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, Cody, get healthy. That guy's <laughs> always hurt. Yeah, that guy's always hurt, We're isn't it? He? <laughs> he is always hurt. He must be covered with salt. Okay, Mm -hmm. sorry, I didn't say that almonds. Okay, I'm (laughs) sorry, I'm stupid. All right, so our final thing will be about the wild. We'll get to that one, you know, for the predictions. Our final little prediction will be wild related, but we'll get to that uh, at the very end. So we're gonna when we do our NHL predictions, um, it will have to do with. your biggest surprise, your biggest disappointment per prediction in each conference and the two teams that will face off in the conference finals on each side and then your eventual champion. You know, the two teams that will face off in the cup finals and your champion. Yeah. So, are you ready to go? You're good to go?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Alright, Eastern Conference, uh, do you want to go first or should I? Uh, you can go. Alright, so, the Eastern Conference, well, surprise team, is going to be, it's kind of tough, but uh, the Winnipeg Jets. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Ah. Yeah, uh, I can't call, that's the problem. You, hockey's funny, yeah, the way is. teams bounce up and down, bounce up and down. I, you can't call Boston or Montreal a surprise team. Obviously not Boston with their championship.
2: Tampa Bay um, was
0: surprising. Tampa Bay was surprising last year, though. weren't they?
2: Yep.
0: So it's like, unfortunately, I can't use them as a, as a, uh, and then you
2: uh, got Boston because of
0: that. Yep, Boston's out there. Um, I kind of have a sneaky feeling, and I don't. I'm going to be careful saying this, but I got to say it because it's the team I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the New York Islanders. How about that?
2: Huh? I thought you were going to uh, go with the Rangers because you got Gabrick. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. well, they they wouldn't be surprising. It'd be like their talent finally did what they're supposed to. Yeah, for once ever. Mm-hmm. And I mean ever. <laughs> They're always underachievers. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the New York Islanders, for whatever reason, are going to emerge. Uh, they have accumulated high uh, talent over the years. To still have Ricky Pietro. I kind of have a sneaky feeling they might get into the playoffs, maybe the eighth, ninth, uh, seventh or eighth seed, and we'll go from there. Because hmm. every year there's one of those weird, wacky underdogs that not only sneaks into the postseason but goes all the way to the finals. Yeah, uh, but then winds into but then runs into a wall at the end and loses. But at least they get there. <laughs> it, like the North Stars are one of those teams one year back in '91. Um, so that's my surprise team, the flop team, I'll say in the uh, Eastern Conference. Well, I'm gonna have to say this. I got a bad feeling about. Uh, I'm scared to say this. I'm scared to say this. It might get uh, laughed at a little bit, but. <laughs> The way they continue to choke in the first round of the playoffs, I kind of have a feeling Washington's going to go down a little bit.
1: Yeah. I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs, but I think they're going to be uh, underwhelming, like sixth seed range. Hmm. I think for whatever reason they're going to drop off a little, a little bit. Yeah. Once they get to the playoffs, who knows? But I have a sneaky feeling about that. So, who are your su- uh, surprise teams and uh, mm. flop team?
2: I'm thinking
0: For uh, the East of course, yeah, sorry.
2: Surprise team, you probably see uh I'm thinking a Canadian team's gonna be pretty good. Montreal? Um mm-hmm.
0: oh, Canadian, excuse me, you know, excuse me.
2: Either Ottawa or
0: um yeah, Montreal. Ottawa or Montreal? Mm-hmm. I was kinda I wanted to say Ottawa but it's like I couldn't really I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to.
2: Yeah, and then uh team that I could see going down, probably be, well, of course, the obvious one was Pittsburgh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I thought you were going to lead into that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're thinking about Pittsburgh is going to be the flop? Yeah. Okay, because of the reasons you were saying, they're just
2: mm-hmm.
0: injury prone and such.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're one of those teams, they could go all the way, they could lose, you know, who mm-hmm. knows what's going to happen. Um, so with that, I guess, uh, anything else you want to say about those two, or?
2: Um, no, uh, I think, and, uh, Buffalo might have a good year this year.
0: hmm they could, yeah, they could, definitely. We're going to see what happens there, Thomas Vanek and all. Yeah. So, we're going to get to the conference final predictions, yes. I think Tampa Bay is going back to the conference finals. Really? Uh-huh, I think Tampa Bay is going back to the conference finals. They're loaded with talent. Um, the goalie's extremely old, but when you get him in the postseason, if he's healthy,
1: mm-hmm. who
0: knows? Dwayne so Rollison's still playing hockey. They retired. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Will he hit a wall? I hope not, but mm-hmm. we'll see. He's um,
2: kind of been up and down too, though. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he one has. year
2: he is good, and then the next year he's not so good.
0: Yeah, it's up and down like crazy. It's that's
2: why when we've had the two goalie system, two really good goalies, when Back in the day, Manny and Rol- Mhm. That's why it worked so good when we had it.
0: Yeah, when one cools off, you get the other one yeah. and then go from there. That was that was a really unique situation. That
2: no, was fun. It
0: was. I mean, you don't usually have two number one type goalies like that. You could just back and forth. Yep. It was weird. So, yes, Tampa Bay will be in the conference finals against Philadelphia, in my opinion. A little bit of a weird combination, but I kind of, I see those two high-powered teams meeting in the Eastern Finals this year. Oh, uh, I think that'd be fun to uh, see. Yeah, uh,
2: Boston. Boston is yeah. that your favorite team, Boston?
0: I think they're excellent and everything. And I think they proved that they finally, you know, well, yeah, they finally showed what they could do. Mm-hmm. But I don't see them repeating. No, no. Like maybe first or second round exit. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be they could repeat, but I'm not going to pick it. <laughs> yeah. So who do you see in the East Finals? Um,
2: I guess Buffalo mm-hmm. and, uh, let's say, um,
1: Washington
2: mm, Buffalo, or Washington. maybe, yeah, f- I know, like, kind of looking at Florida and thinking they, really? might, they might do something. Really? Yeah.
0: It's serious? kind of a stretch, but. <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a major, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, should, you should have called them your surprise team in that, that case. Cause would, yeah.
1: I think they have
0: talent though. They do a little bit. They have a little bit of talent, but not, not much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you really? Are you going to Buffalo? I just keep on looking at Florida. It's just like, uh, For whatever reason.
2: Yeah. Weird. This is sticking out to me in my head.
0: Hmm. You, th- want, do you want to call them your surprise team instead? Yeah. Maybe call them your surprise yeah, yeah, team. Yeah,
2: they're probably more of a surprise team.
0: So, who, who does Buffalo face in the East?
2: Uh, i go Washington.
0: Washington Capitals, yeah. They could, and yeah, that could be a really good prediction. It'd be nice to see them finally get there. So, uh, I guess we'll switch to the West before we start talking about our Stanley Cup final predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you want, should I go first again, or do you want to get first dibs on this side?
2: Oh, uh,
0: I could. Oh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, let you go. Switch off, yep, there you go. So, disappointment and surprise
2: Oh, disappointment. Probably, see, um, <clears throat> let's see, uh, Vancouver. I think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hope.
0: <laughs> yeah, you hope. Yeah, that would be funny. Look at this homer over here. Okay, I, I, I mean, no, go ahead. I mean,
2: yeah, I don't like those. guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I'd say Dallas is gonna have a really good year. You
0: think they'll be a surprise?
2: Um, so, I don't know if about a surprise, but I think they're going to have a really good y- mm-hmm. year this year.
0: They've accumulated more young talent. Yeah, They've <laughs> built up. They were not as old as they were before. There's still some age there, but it's not as bad.
2: Phoenix had a great year last
0: year. Mm-hmm. Or oh, wasn't that the year before? But re- regardless, it, they were pretty damn good, though. Yeah, yeah, at one point, they didn't do much with it, though. Unfortunately, yeah, it was a bummer. So who officially are your flop and and hot team, or surprise?
2: I guess, uh, hmm, I think Calgary's going to have a pretty good year. Be your surprise, I don't want yeah. them, though.
0: <laughs> they could. They could,
2: too. yeah, I think that will probably be the surprise.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, hmm, I think Dallas is probably going to be the hottest out of them all.
0: Hmm.
2: and uh, the flop would probably be uh, Chicago
0: you think yeah it could be oh yeah they keep losing people don't they
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that could that could happen like they have all the talent but it might be just not going to happen maybe there'll be a disappointment yeah uh, we'll see what happens I mean well, they lost their first game so it's <laughs> mm-hmm. a start yep see but NHL season has officially started Ladies and gentlemen, your surprise team in the Western Conference, the Minnesota Wild. Okay, no, that's... (laughs) I could... You know, I could... That's high hopes. Yeah. But no, if I was national, I could come out and say that with the scoring additions. Like, say, if I was from Toronto or Buffalo or something. Uh The scoring additions they've had is kind of a perfect marriage. I would almost think about... I would consider them as a top three possibility for it. Mm -hmm. But officially, I'm going to go with a really weird one. It's going to be weird because of, again, a lot of talent accumulated. Now, they have the worst blue line in hockey, (laughs) and they signed the worst defenseman in hockey, Cam Barker. You can kind of guess who I'm leaning towards, can't you? Yeah. (laughs) But they have so much uh, accumulated talent from draft picks, they might at least make some noise to possibly, possibly push some some people for that eighth seed. I'm not even going to say they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they'll be... Better than uh, they've been for quite a while, and that is well. Who who do you think it is? <laughs> Edmonton Oilers. You know. really? Yeah, the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> know somebody's gonna smack <laughs> yeah. me for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Watch them lose seventy games this year. But um, <laughs> I gotta go on in a limb. I'm gonna. Yeah. I mean, why not? This is you know, this is fun. It's not about you know. Oh my God, we're gonna bet three hundred grand on this happening. You know, but. <laughs> I think the Edmonton Oilers are going to uh, push 500 this year. Wow. How, how about that? That's crazy. And that is a huge, huge improvement <laughs> considering how pitiful they've been for a yeah. while. Yeah. I think they'll push 500 because they have so much high end talent.
2: They were good since they had a Rolly.
0: Yeah, they did have Rolly, and they went to the Stanley Cup finals yeah. and lost in Game 7 to the Canes, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, they almost got it. They almost got it. Yep. It was kind of cool seeing Edmonton and Calgary go to the finals. Because mm-hmm. those are just classic Canadian fan bases. It was fun to see that. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll go to the finals, but I think they will push 500. Yeah. That, which is a huge surprise to a lot of people. The drop-off, the flop, um, you know, I would almost think of Chicago as well. Just because I think, well, they're two years removed from a Stanley Cup title. They... K- they just reek of complacency to me i I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I have a feeling that Chicago is just i I didn't like the way they uh the way they went out last year yeah <laughs> that was disappointing it um it was. it was i I don't have a good feeling about uh Chicago this season. they'll probably make the playoffs
1: mm-hmm.
0: but or but maybe they won't i mean there's a legit possibility that they might even flop all the way down to the ninth seed. No. They were awfully disappointing last year. So mm-hmm. Yeah, Chicago. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that. So Western Conference Finals, do you want first dibs? Uh yeah, I could. Okay.
2: Mm. Um said Minnesota. No. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's my
0: pick. No, go no. ahead.
2: I'll <laughs> uh, give it to Dallas. Wow. Yeah. Versus Detroit, yeah. and I don't want to say Detroit, but uh, yeah. you have to.
0: It's like a given. It is kind of a given, isn't it? They're always there. Mm-hmm. They're always there, and yeah, you can't pick San Jose, can you? No. Because <laughs> they, never, they never do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, they made it last year, though, but they didn't win. Those those suckers. No, yeah, I mean, they <laughs> almost never get out of the first round, do they? No. You know, I almost, doggone it. Okay, here it goes. I'm changing my prediction. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The San Jose Sharks, oh goody, they got Brent Burns. Oh wow, they got Martin Havlat. They're gonna flop.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Chicago, you kinda kind of expect it anyway. They're gonna be in the six to nine range. Yeah. I think San Jose is gonna be in the six to nine range. Hmm. From number one, number two, oh. I think they're going to six to nine, ladies it's... and gentlemen. You throw away Danny Healy, Devin Setagucci guys like that. Yeah, okay, they weren't great all the time in the playoffs, mm. especially last year. I got a sneaky feeling about San Jose. I don't think Danny Heatley, or excuse me. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't as good there as he was supposed to be, as advertised, all that good stuff. I'm mm-hmm. already you know. You might say it's a perfect marriage because there's a set-up man going with the scores and all that good stuff. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to work out that well. They'll probably make the playoffs, yes. But I don't think they're going to impress anybody. Mm. So they're not going to be in the conference finals either. <laughs> Columbus and Nashville... Okay, excuse me. I'm just teasing. Columbus and Nashville, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you love that? No, I think... Uh, <coughs> some people are picking the LA Kings. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I'm, I, I want to go with something that, uh I hate,
2: that... hate freaking skating over it. Mm-hmm. There, their ice sucks.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't... Yeah, the LA Kings, they, they never win anything. Ever. They have some talent in the regular, you know, they win some games in the regular season, but they never win anything. Yeah. And again, I'll believe it when I see it. So <sighs> I have to pick this team because of the talent level. You want to pick them to flop? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to too, but I think Vancouver will at least represent in the Western Finals yeah. against the, my other hate, hated team, the Red Wings. Yuck. Mm. Why am I picking these two teams?
1: <laughs> Ugh, I, I hate know. them
0: so much. Yeah. But they're going to represent in the West. That is just far
2: it. superior out of all the teams mm-hmm. right now.
0: hmm I think Vancouver and Detroit will face off, literally face off, in mm-hmm. the West. And the Eastern Conference will be represented by the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup Finals. How about that?
2: Damn.
0: Yes, yep, yep, so yep. So you're yep.
2: predicting who in the Stanley Cup?
0: Uh, Not not yet. i got to oh. pick the West, though, first. Or do oh, you want to okay. go for No, further, like, good. West. I will say the Detroit Red Wings win the West when we'll face off with Tampa Bay in the finals. How about that? Really? Uh huh. Damn. So who, who do you got winning their conferences? Cause you had Buffalo against Washington. This
2: is who I want: Buffalo versus Dallas
0: in the finals. Ooh, just like 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, who 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 wins that series? <laughs> Is going to be just like I 99? want Dallas to win, but Buffalo's a good team, so... You think you're going with them for the title? I, I think huh? so. Buffalo for the title? Yeah. Nice. That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Yes, it would. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. It'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yes, it would. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting here wanting so badly to pick Tampa Bay because... Huh. I, I think the firepower they're so awesome, and I love them, you know, and I want them to win. I would root for them so much. Uh, I guess I'm like oh, I don't want to say it. Huh. Oh, my God, don't <laughs> say it, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> don't. It's like picking the Lakers to win the NBA Finals. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to say it. Don't say it. Okay, you guys know who I'm talking about, don't you? <laughs> okay, so uh,
1: – <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's the same team that uh, – Matthew Stafford plays football. Yeah, you know, the same city. Yeah, the Lions play there. God. Yeah,
2: how are they doing uh, so
0: good? <laughs> oh my God, they're good. They're the best team in football. Yeah, they're, they're almost as good as the Packers. But yeah, this. I think Detroit Red Wings win the cup. God, dang it! Oh, oh okay, Joey, that hurt. What
2: are you saying?
0: That's the last one, though. What? Last one. What are you talking about <laughs> it's the last last cup? Yep. <laughs> last time. Bye-bye. No, bye.
2: they already had too many. Yes. And fuck
0: them. <laughs> oh, we said it. Oh, there's another F-bomb. Oh, boy, this is a long show. I know. I still got to do the 50-episode uh, special out there, so guys out there, stick with us for the 50th episode. <laughs> get to that in a second. Um, Anything else you'd like to say in conclusion? Oh, oh, one final thing. Do the Minnesota Wild. Make the postseason this year. That's what we'll say in conclusion. Yes.
2: I am hoping for yes, but the since we're so young and I don't know, our we just need more talent, in there it's it feels like it's pretty bare mm-hmm. right now,
0: especially the NHL roster. Like yeah. the the the
2: like these young guys might surprise you. Yeah, you know,
0: Scandella, mm, Yep,
2: that sometimes happens with younger players you don't really know their capabilities mm-hmm. until they make a name for themselves mm-hmm. and it's like whoa these guys are actually pretty good so they could surprise you
1: mm-hmm.
2: but it's their yeah. first year and probably there's not a very good chance of make <laughs> of us making it
0: yeah maybe ninth or tenth seed you're thinking yeah I mean, I could definitely understand that take. I yeah, I could definitely understand it. I man, I, <laughs> I'm having a hard time choosing because I mean, that's like the other little prediction here. You know, is will the Wild make the postseason? Man, I think it's going to be an eighth or ninth seed for the Wild. That's where I'm going to stand. I, I think they're going to be fifty-fifty, which is kind of a lame cop-out. So, I'll say. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna go on a limb and say eighth seed Minnesota. Oh, okay, sorry. Be- because of the the scoring, because of the scoring, we've got the bells ringing in the back. But <laughs> I think the scoring a- additions and as long as guys stay healthy, like the Collins and the uh, the Collins the and the dresses stay healthy, mm-hmm. that's more depth on this front line or the front lines. We'll say I'm yeah, talking. Yeah. It almost sounding like I'm talking about basketball. What the heck? <laughs> the forwards, the forward lines, one and two. I think the depth is so is better than we've ever had. So I do see potential there. Obviously, the blue line is a huge question mark, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of youth. And youth usually means losing. Yeah. Like Edmonton, like New York Islanders, who I'm picking both to at least make something interesting over there. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the Wild do battle like the Edmonton Oilers for a playoff spot this year. Believe it or not, it'll be fun to see who wins
2: yeah that'd be nice, uh-huh.
0: I think one of those two literally will be there. It's funny how like the computer has it set up that way right now, or the <laughs> and it's just random because neither team has even played a game yet. It just happened that way. It has Edmonton actually having it, but it's just funny I uh-huh. know that's not why I made that those predictions, <laughs> but I do think that's actually where they're gonna be though, kind of riding the eight and nine with each other a little bit, yeah, I think Colorado's going to flop as well, but uh, I got San Jose flopping. Oh yeah, that's my flopper, <laughs> as you already heard. Um,
2: uh, they do have them flopping as well.
0: <laughs> and they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Wild uh, sneak into the playoffs against uh, the Red Wings, the Vancouver Canucks, or the Maverick. excuse me, the Dallas Stars, mm-hmm. and um, who knows. Probably want. Probably nothing will happen of positive note, but who knows?
2: Oh, all I care is them uh, competing and being in the mix, um, you know, showing something, showing like, uh, you know, they have talent, but just needs to be fine-tuned and, you know, chemistry and, you know, all that. There's this, I want to see improvement, you know, I want to see, you know, their hope, like a... Uh, light at the end of the tunnel which would be
1: nice
0: Mm-hmm. it would be nice it really would to see some light at the end of the tunnel it could happen and it may not yep so we're basically I have them as a fringe playoff team and you say probably not right yeah like 10th seed maybe yeah. something like that like mm-hmm. the bad. <laughs> but the good news is there'll be, there will be hope where the Todd Richards era I don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. it just seemed like a mediocre team that wasn't going to get better
2: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, like our new coach, Yo. Uh, oh yeah. He at least, you know, it feels like, you know, new, fresh, you know, you know, something to look
0: forward to. Yes, sir. Yes, he does. I, that's the good news. It's going to be fun to see just how much energy he brings into the the organization. I think there will be quite a bit. Will it be more wins early on? Maybe more wins later on, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Todd Richards seemed kind of sleepy to me. I, uh, I yeah. don't know. It just didn't seem like it was going to happen. Poor guy. Maybe he's just it's like a great assistant somewhere like Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where he is. It yeah.
2: didn't seem like it clicked.
0: Mm-mm. At all. It, it didn't, did it? Yeah. That was the thing. There's no click, then mm-hmm. that's it. It's going to be an early uh, exit for the coach. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, I guess, uh, I guess we'll conclude this part of the show and uh, we'll be back. Those of you stick around for a little bit of uh, Brave the Wild hit uh, memory lane for the 50th episode special. Woohoo! back here on Brave the Wild, episode number 50, which is always a reminder for iPod users along with other MP3 players like Microsoft Zune and others. Well, as mentioned several times, this is episode number 50, and this is going to be a reminiscent segment about Brave the Wild. Uh, Thank you, those of you that have uh, stuck with me after the break to talk about Brave the Wild, 50 episodes in. You know, we've been around for... Chuck's about three years, a little more than three years. Can you believe Brave the Wild has been around for three years already? It's pretty strange. So, a lot of stuff has happened with the Minnesota Wild during this 50-episode uh, stretch, <laughs> three-year stretch or so. It's crazy. So, way back, everything started with episode one, Will Gabrick sign or be traded. That happened on August 24th, 2008. So, that's the birthday for Brave the Wild for, for you, August 24th every year. So, yep, already three years in. Um... Yeah, the show pretty much started out, it seemed to consistently or constantly feature Gavrick's contract dispute in the early episodes. It's it's crazy, and yeah, again, as mentioned, I cannot believe it's already been over three years of Brave the Wild. Um, I'm sorry that it hasn't been more episodes, I mean, in a three year span, you think maybe I'd be at episode 100 by now, but mm, schedules get in the way, things happen, um, but I'm still here, I'm still here, we have made it to the golden 50 for Brave the Wild. Um Neil Nate Dog Thiessing has joined officially five shows now over the course of um, Brave the Wild. So, yes, I've had a guest on Brave the Wild. That's one of the other things you could talk about. He officially joined episode number 18, 35, 47, 48, and, well, 50 now. Uh, Two of them were State of the Wild shows. Today was was and is a uh, uh, season preview. It's actually the first official full-blown season preview. For the Minnesota Wild in the history. A couple years there was just kind of like training camp talks, preseason talks, but this was kind of like a full blown preseason, excuse me, season preview for the National Hockey League and the Minnesota Wild. Um, But yeah, again, the historical changes in the Minnesota Wild over the course of (laughs) the 50 episodes. We've had two coaching changes. Todd Richards replaced, replaced Jacques Lemaire back in June of 2009. That, of course, was episode number 20 when we talked about that. Uh, Mike Yo replaced Todd Richards, the fired Todd Richards. We talked about that episode number 47. Um, We've had a general manager change over the course of this time. I mean, a lot has happened, folks. Chuck Fletcher replaced Doug Risebrow. episode number 19. That's probably the best franchise move in history for the Wild. Doug Risebrow pretty much destroyed the team. Um, Obviously, not intentionally. He just, he... Either didn't draft well or he traded trade draft picks away. And uh, ultimately that was not a <laughs> not leading towards a successful tenure for the Minnesota Wild long term. And the owner, Craig Leopold, made a move he had to make. He had to make that move. We've, um, now we're going to get into some interesting topics as well. The best trade over the course of the 50 episodes. Puglia for Latan Dress. <laughs> and there's a silver lining to that if he's healthy. We talked about that, episode number 28. Julio for dress. that potentially is the best trade in Wild History. Um, a strong honorable mention is Havlett for Healy, episode number 47. But, of course, we haven't seen them play in the regular season yet, so I can't make that number one just yet. For those of you out there that are saying, why in the world would you not say Healy for Havlett? Um, and I definitely think that one's going to probably win in the long run because Havlett, yeah, we, I think you got my opinion of him and uh, Neil's opinion as well earlier on this show today. The worst trade over the course of <laughs> Brave the Wild was not done by Doug Reisbrough, believe it or not. And he made some some doozies. <laughs> I, at the time, I thought the O'Sullivan and draft picks, O'Sullivan and a draft pick for Demetri was a historically bad one. Um, there were others over the course of his time, but it was mostly bad draft picks for Doug Risebrow. But the worst trade, I mean, you, you guessed it, Nick Letty and... Kim Janssen for Cam Barker. That was a doozy, folks. That was a doozy. That one hurt a lot for all of our that are strong Minnesota wild fans over the years. Uh, at the time, it seemed semi exciting. But even yesterday on <laughs> on uh, the Paul Allen show, they sure talked about how, like, what the heck were the scouts thinking when they rated him as high as they did? They think that he went third overall. Um, just a few years back. That was a historic uh deal right there. That just did not work out too well. I believe that was the same draft that brought uh Cindy Crasby to the <laughs> National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. So I think third overall, ouch for the Blackhawks there. But then again, yeah, well they got Nicoletti out of it. Oh so good for them, but not for us. We got nothing. <laughs> So odds and ends of note, we could talk about, uh, Tyler Kuma and Colden Gillies have been in the system during all 50 shows, and, uh, after doing as much research as I could, those are the only two guys that have been in the system during the entire tenure of Brave the Wild. They were both taken, uh, 06-07, oh, Gil- Gil- Kuma and Gillies have been around the whole time, believe it or not, um, and they've pretty much been in the system the whole time. Uh, Gillies' rookie year, yeah, he was with the Wild, kind of, but... Ultimately, you could pretty much consider him more of a system player. Um, it's been interesting. So, really, other odds and ends in general. We've are, we've had three coaches since the 50 episodes of Brave of the Wild. We've seen the cupboards emptied to refilled, we hope, with Granlin, Zucker, Coyle, Phillips, Hackett, etc. Uh, we've seen multiple govers en- enter the system with high hopes, only to fail, be traded, or fired. <laughs> Danny Ehrman, Nick Letty, Todd Richards. And the only exception so far is Darby Hendrickson, who's actually, um, was none of the above, like, really failed, traded, or fired. Hendrickson did stick around and was pretty good. He's now a, an assistant coach with the team. He was also a commentator on the television and the desk with Marnie Gilner on Fox, or FSN, Fox Sports North, whatever you want to call it. FSNN. <laughs> Fox Sports Network North, whatever. It sounds really cool. Um, the Wild finally named their first full-time captain, in episode number 26, in their eighth season of operations. Holy crap, Batman. Yeah, they took a little bit too long with that, but hey, we have our captain. We all kind of knew he was going to be the captain. Uh, Mike Yo, really agreeing with Todd Richards with that one, obviously. It's like, well, whatever. It kind of knew that was coming at some point. Uh, Playoff episodes during, excuse me, playoff appearance during the 50 episodes, folks? None. That's right, um, none. No playoff appearances during 50 flippin' episodes in three years of Brave the Wild. That's a little frustrating, and, um, well, what what do you do, right? What do you do? That's what happens when Doug Riser was your GM, I guess. Boy, I like to rip Doug Riser on this show, don't I? So, to conclude things, I want to say special thanks to Chris Porter for being such a loyal listener from afar. So, thank you very much, Chris Porter, for everything. Thank you for your loyal listenership. It is not gone unnoticed. Appreciate you oh so very much. Um, Of course, special thanks to Neil Nate Dog cleasing for being a part of five episodes of Brave the Wild. Always, always thank you to Dylan Richardson who allowed Brave the Wild to be posted and hosted on thesportstuff.com and of course on iTunes. He's obviously the one that gets them up on iTunes. So thank you very much, Dylan Richardson, for um, helping make this show possible. Thank you all very much. You guys are so... Loyal, so helpful, so everything. So those of you who have been listening for all 50 episodes, or at least 40-something of them, thank you all oh, so very much. I'd like to hear from you at some point in time. That would be great. Um, there are three ways to get a hold of Brave the Wild. First and foremost, i got to mention the sportsstuff.com's way, because it's only fair that they get first dibs, of course. Um, on the front page of the sportsstuff.com, there's a button that says TSS Sports. Simply click on that, then register. I believe the forums are... Split up in divisions, so you can talk with the hockey fans from all over the world. Would be cool indeed. Um, there's obviously Chris Porter, Matt Kennedy, those guys are big hockey fans. Always cool to talk with them. Very friendly guys as well. Knowledgeable about the game of the National Hockey League. <laughs> oh, so great to have you on board. Um, it'd be great to have you on the sportsstuff.com. Message boards. Also, there's a Facebook group for Brave the Wild, or Facebook page now. Facebook page for Brave the Wild. Um, simply go to Facebook, type in at Brave the Wild, at Minnesota Wild Show, and um, there's two things that will come up. There will be a group and a page. Go to the page, if you could, and start posting on there. You can post on there, and your posts will be mentioned on the show. They're all so appreciated. Um, that would be absolutely terrific. Uh, I guess there's two other ways to get a hold of Brave the Wild. Don't forget about the phone lines. 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It's a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling in for Brave the Wild. And uh, state your comments, shout-out question, whatever. Um, it be great to have your voice with mine. And finally, the Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Brave the Wild. twitter.com forward slash Brave the Wild. Do give that a follow. I tweet during games when I'm able to. And, um, there you go. That's the thing. Great to have you on board for that as well. would like to get a little more listener involvement. would be terrific. It just makes the show more fun. But, hey, until I get more listenership involvement, <laughs> always thanks to Neil Nate Doug for being a part of the show, of course. Being a, a co-host at times, uh, he's always welcome on the show and I hope listeners enjoy what he has to say. Pretty entertaining guy, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. So, um, again, thanks for listening. And uh, 50 episodes in. We will... <laughs> Hope for 50 more, we can get to the grand 100. But until it's time for episode number 51, when we'll talk regular season hockey, I will bid adieu.